I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello and welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with loads in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. On Monday's episode, we were saying thanks very much to Tom for big, which means today another kid is ageing up. But let's throw in some time travel as well to see if Jennifer garners enough support to win this week's Clash from 2004. We're 13 going on 30. Smile, sweetie. Don't you knock? Are you wearing a bra? You're not ready Dad, for Dad, stop a bra. taping. So on her 13th birthday... Dad. Check this out. Wishing dust. She only made one wish. I hate being 13. I just want to be grown up. And she woke up 17 years later. Hey, sweet Bob. Hey, sweet Bob. Can I get home? Not yet. So, which film in this week's Wish Fulfillment Whammy will be victorious? We'll have a winner at the end of this show, so let's get it on. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken! Hello, Clash Butters. You're not Chinese. I'm Alex Zay. I'm Vicky Crumpton. I'm Chris Tilly. And welcome to part two of Big Versus. 13 going on 30, but before we get into this week's... No, I'm getting a shake on the right of the room. When I say a shake, I mean a shake of the head. Didn't um, plan for it. Plans have changed this week. Plans, Didn't plan for it. Plans are in motion. Move on. Do you know what? I don't need a review. I don't, I don't want a review, actually, this week. I think, you know, let's... Five stars. Five, five stars. Five stars. Okay, on Monday, we were acting all big, which means today it's time to show some poise for 13 going on 30. V, take us on a journey. I want to be 30, said no young person ever. (laughs) (laughs) But when your best friend is an incel in training and your film is a title in search of a plot, but you can't call it Lady Big, what choice do you have but to skip the best years of your life and jump straight to the big 3-0? Or you can cosplay at being a grown-up and Andy Serkis is your boss and you get to show what an aughts teen you actually are at heart by going, you're gay, question mark, (laughs) right in his face. Anywho, grown-up Jenna is miserable because Team Matty basically gaslit her into believing she can't be popular and happy and would be better off with him and his overbearing gift-giving. So when she's 30 and not with him, that makes her sad. So she puts things right by destroying his life and making him move into a pink house. The end. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just when you thought it couldn't get weirder after Big, it might have got weirder. Do you think... 
this is weird. Well, it's less sexually inappropriate, but it's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of strange things. Yeah, that there's, in it, this it, film. there's there are too many questions that this film asks. Big doesn't bother with them because it's, <laughs> it, you're not jumping into someone else's body. Whereas this one, I'm really hooked on Matty. I think, I think <laughs> clearly, the, the, I can tell from the yeah, intro. That's what actually gets you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a, seemingly he's exited the movie and gaslit you yeah, into being hooked on him. He's such that classic, like this sort of the beta-male thing of like, I'm harmless, I'm your worst nightmare. Like, mm. I will never leave you alone. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's going to go for her in that closet. <laughs> yes, he, is. <laughs> he is. When she's blindfolded. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're all, that's the game. <laughs> You're on it. Seven minutes of heaven. I mean, I thought That's Postman's Knock was bad when I was a kid. Or spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. Spin yeah. the bottle. But at least uh, there are witnesses. She's, she's letting Chris do whatever he wants. Chris, he turns out well. Matt, he's just playing oh, yeah. the game. <laughs> so I've only seen it once before, uh, but it's just one of those. You know what I'm like for the structure of a rom com. Then you stick in a race to a wedding. Mm. Hello, sailor. My yeah. the kind of thing. I remember you saying how. This was a fair fight between Big. Sure, and, and I was I was doubtful. And uh, this was a first watch for me, but yep. I'd sort of read some sort of sniffy reviews at the time, so I never bothered getting to see it. I think we've got a fair fight on our hands. Me too. I'm really. I find this film lovable in its freaking weirdness. Yeah, yeah. I didn't love Big as the rest as much as the rest of the world seemed to, and I'd never seen this before. But I'd only heard good things. Okay, I was going to watch it during lockdown, but then I thought oh, we might do it on the podcast. So I was saving it because it just felt like that one of those feel good movies that I'd missed. And yeah. you know what? It is quite feel good. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite joyful. So I really don't have, and this isn't just laziness. Although laziness does play a factor. As always, very little to say about the background to this film, the making of this film. Sure. <clears throat> I well, couldn't find anything on the internet. We're all busy. <laughs> we're all really busy. So this is what I've got. I'll just do it. So it's written by Josh Goldsmith and Kathy Yusper. They also did What Women mm, Want, yes. which we are 100% going to be 100, doing. 100,000%. Oh, I'm so excited for that episode. Yeah. Look, I've just got goosebumps yeah. at the idea of doing it. Because, because who knows how that film plays now? <laughs> we just can't We don't say. know, do we? Because when was the last... Say. No one's seen it since it came out. <laughs> Everyone saw it then. Everyone did. No one's thought about it since. Yeah, it was marketed as a four-quadrant movie. They were like, the mums huge. are going to love it. it was Dad's huge. one for you. 100%. And everyone, everyone involved went on to bigger, bigger and better things. Oh, yeah. So, nice things. Things. Mm. And it was directed by Gary Winnick, who did Bride Wars. Maybe we'll see you soon, Bride Wars. <laughs> Just Ooh, more of a conversation. <laughs> Much more of a discussion. <clears throat> Here's a nice fact. Did you know, I probably you do know this, Josh Goldsmith and Kathy Yusper, they started as a writing team and then love... Bloom oh, from that's there. Nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, if writers weren't such weird people, no yeah. shame on them, they probably are the same as most writers. There's a rom com there. Your eyes me mm. over the draft. You chuck in a, a reach around, not a reach around, which is probably to do with page formatting, page count, I expect. And then we're off to the races. So you, you two have just written a script together. Yeah, but we were never in the same room, so we couldn't possibly right. have had sex. What, oh, no, that makes it more interesting. What happens if the three of us write a script together? Is it a uh, one of those drunken nights where. <laughs> Is it, is it more the hangover? It's like that's happened. Can we just be clear? Where I, where I take photos of you two doing impressions of the characters in the Blair Witch Project, which did happen. Oh, that's so. Those photos are so weird. Literally, the last time we did that. But there's about ten of them. Like I'm like, you're not doing it right, Vicky. Turn around and face the wall. Oh 
while we're frightening just your dog. Just the idea of you saying to me, repeat, turn around and face the wall. <laughs> Can you t- just keep doing it? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, you're having the best time in the photos. And I could actually post that picture because all it is is two people standing yeah. with their... No one can see your faces. That's we are, so we are holding hands. Uh, <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> Well, you're scared. That doesn't scared. even happen in the Blair Witch Project. Are you sure it's the Blair Witch Project? I swear it was something else. I can't remember what, though. Oh, because... it's so red. Mm. I'm going to cry. Yeah, okay. Redneck. <laughs> Have I? No. Oh, shut up. Right, anyway, so, again, I'm a bit scant on background, so I'm just going to say, hey, who was considered for the lead role? Take a guess. Gwyneth Paltrow. Everyone. Everyone. Hilary Swank, Renny Selwiger. Whatever, it's probably not true. This is what we're going to do. So Brie Larson is in this film. She's in The Six, right? So we're going to play a game here, which I've called, because I am a wit, ever-decreasing circles, where I give you the cast member of 13 going on 13. You tell me what Marvel film they're in. <laughs> because now... Is Brie Larson really in the... Yeah, yeah. she's one of the six. She's oh on the far gosh. right. She's quite tall. Yeah. I didn't... I did, I, I did not clock... you. I, I wouldn't have ever clocked no, her. It you was see only her name in the credits. You now, see it in the credits, then you look back and you're like, oh yeah, that is her. Yeah. Right, so Jennifer Captain Garner. Marvel. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, Electra. Correct. Yes, correct and correct. Uh, who else? Mark Ruffalo. Uh, the Hulk. Hulk. Yes. Uh, Claw. Uh, Ulysses Claw. Who? Andy Serkis. Yes, oh, yes. Well done. Yeah, um, and uh, Judy Greer. This is a bit of a harder one. Planet of the Apes. Oh, what is Judy Greer? Judy Greer. She's in. She's a fresh friend. Man, very oh, good. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is my next favourite fact about this film, and it's my last fact. So, just in case you were wondering about time, um, there was an idea that the so obviously you've got young versions of the principal leads, mm. Jenna, Matty, Lucy, also known as Tom Tom. The older actors were going to do it themselves, which I think in my memory that is what happened because the actress that, that plays young Jennifer... so much better. Wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah. Little Mark Ruffalo shuffling mm. up. Hiya, yeah, yeah, yeah. hello, Major Doll's house. But they didn't do it because it's fucking stupid. And, 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 and creepy. <laughs> really weird. It would be, you wouldn't, that would be the, people, this movie would not have been a success, but people would seek it out when they're yeah. drinking to go, let's watch Mark Ruffalo pretend to be 13. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, uh, that's it. Oh, I think that's a record. That's under nine minutes to get through the research portion <laughs> of an episode. I don't know whether you should be proud or ashamed. I feel quite pleased. Mm. Uh, I did honestly try. That is not Fine. just like... Okay. All I've written down is what women want, husband and wife. That's all I wrote. <laughs> yes, you see, and I had it. I wrote the title and the line, want to know a bit about this movie. That's it. <laughs> And didn't come up with anything. But you don't even say that bit. I say that bit. Yeah, but it's when I say it on my week, I just know where the section oh, is. Oh, all right. I don't also say, I'm Vicky and I'm Chris. <laughs> but you do write I that do down. I do write that down, yeah. <laughs> it's about spacing, structure. Oh, OK. I've got into a habit now. I don't want to mess with Do you know what? Format. I wish you'd said that three years ago and I wouldn't have rinsed you so hard for it over the years. <laughs> like, if it is just about the space on the page, that makes perfect sense. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, it's a visual cue. Uh, oh, we're I'm up sorry. to ten minutes now, by the way. Yeah. Just Fantastic. Ruined just a little it. bit of behind-the-curtain magic there. Mm, yeah. Right, let's talk about the film. Are you ready? Yeah. Jenna hates being 13 because being 13 sucks balls. Do you agree? <laughs> I agree. I hated being 13. Sure. I yep. hated it. Yep, yep, yep. No, I love being 13. Did you? Why? I was I, so... Right, I've said this before, so same story alert or same right. way of whatever. It's a klaxon. Klaxon. Thir- 14 fun, 15 fun on onwards. Great. 13, just the fucking worst. So bored, but also absolutely terrified at school. That the combination of boredom and terror just did my head in. You know what you should have got into? 
No. Warhammer fantasy role play. That's why my yeah. 13 was good. I was a, I was a geek, had my briefcase, done that story. Lots. <laughs> uh, have you heard it? So, but I had a group of friends who were also geeks. And yeah. so yeah. we were like this closed little group who sat and like played role play and escaped to these wonderful kingdoms of elves and orcs. Yeah. But it was fucking brilliant fun. And then on the weekends, we do tabletop wargaming and watch chat on gladiators and wonder how we were feeling downstairs. <laughs> I think as well, me being 13 is split into pre. I met my best friend Lucy when I was 13. And then my life got going. But before I met her, I was just really bored. I was so bored. Mm. And I hated it. She's about friends. Chris? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Watch, yeah. Watching sport, playing sport. I was fine. Mm. Yeah. I, and I feel like her, in, I wouldn't go back there for all the money in the world. My issue, though, was just no girls. Because I went to an all-boys school. Oh, and at yeah. 13, there's no opportunity, really. If there were parties happening, I certainly, Did they not certainly bus was not in? being... Did they not? Because you went to like an, a posh school. They I... bus in the comprehensive girls that you can well, then no, they... have Fucking a go hell. on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like a public school thing. Bus in the girls. Yeah, but from the do you know They what? don't do that, but I did sign up for the plays so I could do that. That's why I did <laughs> acting was to meet girls. At least your excuse was you went to an all-boys school. My school was mixed. Warhammer fantasy role play. <laughs> <laughs> you might as just... Yeah, I'm not saying I would have been in there, by the way. It just would have been nice to talk to them. Yeah, I'd have been first at the bus when they arrived. Come on. I bet that's ha- I bet that has happened, though. Of course it's happened. It sounds horribly believable. Yeah, and it's, they get them a bit pissed beforehand. It's got that really gr- it's got that really grubby truth to it. Like, have you ever watched that movie The Hole with Kira Knightley? I have. Right, it's got that sort of, like, weird public no, school I'm, privilege I'm, thing. No, no, I went to the posh. <laughs> I went to the posh boys' school and we hung out with the two posh girls' schools. Okay. Nearby. Okay. Could consensually. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Mean Girls being Mean Girls, walking down the corridor in formation, a classic of this genre. Mm. It's just, this is, came out at the same time as Mean Girls, actually. So you, the, six, the six chicks are the plastics. They are. Effectively, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so now, Matty, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we are. This is Jenna's best friend. That's cute. He's made her a doll's house. Eee. But she's in the bath in the doll's house. <laughs> yeah. She needs to run for her life. Row this relationship is not what you think. You will never live up to his version of you and he will kill you for it. So you need to run for your life, mm. is my read. Yeah, not fabuloso. <laughs> ah, so the bath is the issue. That's the issue. It's, it's issue upon issue. The, yeah. the doll's house itself is a bit much as a present. Not to make it, to make it and to go, this is your dream house. It's like, I've never told you where I'd like yeah. to live. It's like, no, I'm telling you. And it's that horrible thing of, I put a lot of effort into this thing that you you didn't ask me for it. And so I expect yeah. a lot of recognition I, for this thing. I've yeah. written down... Weird. And I won't have let it go as an adult, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to remind you about what you fucking did <laughs> yes! to my tiny 13 I've thought about heart. that. I've thought about that. That That is only there because she has to get the, the house at the end. So he has to have kept it. I don't think that's a character... F- trait for him I to have held on to that I wrote down she should I thought she still had the broken house and I thought she should no, rebuild it he said she it. shoved it oh, she shoved nice. it in his, she shoved it at him yeah he's like you threw it at me yeah. but so he's, fuck you but he's also rebuilt it as an adult yeah he has yeah, not wrong <laughs> not, not, he's, Matty's yeah. not well it's weird yeah. weird presumptuous and inappropriate Mm-hmm. So wishing. I like Gustav, taking photographs of you. Yeah, he's really on her case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all the hallmarks are there. 
Uh, wishing dust, not something I recognise, but fine. Did anyone else go with this wishing dust better have a backstory? Because Haunted Fairground ride, I'm in. That can be magical. I'm like, Matty's purchased something called wishing dust yeah. and it actually grants wishes. Yeah. Do you remember? I Is think, that a thing? I think, I think, well, God, we need to find something. Do you remember? I think maybe it was just Trading Places or if there were any other films. The only time I've ever heard the phrase angel dust mm. was in Trading Places. I think this might be a very strong hallucinogenic and that's what this film is, is oh, that she is right. just fucked off her tits. Yeah. And that's what that's what we're seeing for the rest of the film sure, once yeah. she snorts the angel dust. That's yeah. wonderful, except that that means Matty's drugged her yeah. to sure. win her over. Yes. Wow. Which is in Well, angel dust sounds cute. Angel dust It sounds is, really druggy. Angel dust is crystal meth. Yeah. Is it pee? One of the two. It was all these things I heard in Trading Places. It was that Faith No More album. That's where I heard it. I went, oh, that's about drugs. And then I never bothered to check which drugs. He does like talking heads. So link to some confusion. Is he cool? Uh, so anyway... Oh, um, yeah, but actually, that's a good point. You know, the six chicks, whatever they're called, six chicks, yeah. Yep. They're meant to be evil. Actually, if you're the only person at a fucking party who likes talking heads, majority does rule. Yes. Tom Tom is right when she goes, Yeah. Sorry, majority, majority rules. Yeah, yeah, it's like, turn this shit off, no yeah. one likes it. Because Matty is an incel. Yeah. And he just wants what he wants. Yeah. Um, mean Girls steal all the what-sits at the party, which is a bit of a law move, and then they leave. So, <laughs> Jenna wants to be 30 and flirty and thriving, right? Yeah. Now, those articles are a real thing, but yeah. they, they are, look at this sad bitch. Mm. <laughs> it's like, they're never like, they're like, look at me, I'm 30 and I'm single and I'm fine. Yeah. And that's not cool. Like, those magazine articles aren't cool. No young girl has gone, that's what I want. It's, they're not aspirational articles no, like that. They're the like one, the, one that she, articles. the one that she has, it doesn't even look aspirational. It, no, she, the woman looks sad. Thriving is not a sexy word. <laughs> sort of, thriving means I'm doing quite well. Oh, I don't know. Really? Thriving means I'm doing better than I expected because I'm 30. 30 flirty and thriving. Yeah, I don't know. 30 flirty and loving life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, it is, it's a cute little mantra for her, but it didn't really ring true. Um, so, uh, anyway, lots of physical comedy. Uh, the, this, this is a phrase that is only really in films. Please wake me up from this dream phrase. So you're like, I must be dreaming, I must be dreaming. Wake up, wake up, hit your face, do whatever. In an actual dream, have you ever gone, I must be dreaming? Like, where does... That's not a thing, is it? But it's just a thing in films. Fine. No, you try and scream <laughs> scream loud enough to wake yourself that's up. That's true. In the run dream. at a wall. <laughs> Honestly, I've had a dream. It's boring, but I threw myself off a building to be like, this is a horrible dream and I would like to not be having it. Yeah. And, and then I just crashed through some glass. And we caught you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why we don't do absinthe anymore. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I had a dream. Right, sure. That's why we sat in A&E for three hours while you sobered up. Jesus Christ. That's why I've never said thank you. Like, that's a weird dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, do, you, do you think uh, ice hockey players ever use the uh, term sweet bottom? I don't think so. Well, it means that's not what that means to me. Oh, is that no? It's front bottom. Well, no, sweet bottom is more like um, in like for uh, gay sex. Like you're a sweet bottom. That's, oh, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Well, so someone's I... a bottom, someone's a top, and then but you think so... that's what he's referencing. <laughs> no. He's talking about her actual bum. Yeah. Hmm. Right. And I am kind of talking about actual bums, but I'm talking more about positions. So I, I've never... I, so the, the phrase sweet bottom... No, I don't think sweet bottom... I'm not sure. I don't know. Right. You made this very weird. Mm. It was, I'm with you, Alex. It's just a weird thing for a bloke to call a girl. Exactly. Yeah, OK. Right. Especially that shouldn't a, be your pet name. Sort of ice no. talking about, oh, hey, sweet bottom. But I guess yeah, they're weird. starting to set him up as a bit of an idiot. Yes, yeah, sure. 
He's good. He's very good. Who is he? I didn't even look him up. Yeah, no, neither did I. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we did the research section under 10 minutes. He's very good. Yeah, he's very good. Sure. I mean, maybe I just wasn't that impressed. (laughs) Sam Ball. Ball? (laughs) Yeah, that's not weird. That's a name. Not everything is weird. Sweet bottom. Get your mind out of the gutter. You're better than that. I tell you what the thing is. Just to <laughs> if it was Puck, Sam Puck, you'd be like, oh, that's wow. funny because he's an ice hockey player in the movie. I think it's because I've got hooked on sweet bottom or <laughs> sweet bottom. It's where is the stress? Is the stress on the adjective or is the stress on the noun? That's where I've got caught up. Okay, sweet bottom. Sweet, sweet bottom. bottom. Yeah. So if you got, you know, is the stress on the sweet? It could be something not sweet or is the stress on this the noun? This is some of our worst work. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I am so tempted. glad I'm back. <laughs> I am, I'm going to do it, even though it's probably suicide. Uh, yeah, let's have a break. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow. Do you think anyone will come back? <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It is the halfway point. So uh, I think this is a good. Let's not let's not rush this. Let's dwell on the movie though, not on Sweet Bottom anymore. Sure. Okay, but there's some interesting concepts. Well, up. so we get to do the exposition, which totally works, which is through Lucy, which is grown up Tom Tom, so that she can go. I am Jenna Rink, a big time magazine editor. Explain which positions you in the film? Too late. I. It took me out of the movie because it's not mentioned that she has a whole couple of scenes before I think Matty goes. By the way, you're still friends with her. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Judy Greer is grown up Tom Tom. Yeah. And I'm like going, is that her? Like, is is that for too long? It's taking me out of the movie. I'm going, surely they've referenced it. And it's done where it is to prove that, to start in, in basically saying that Jen is not a good person. Yeah. So they leave it for a bit. So you're not immediately aware that she's turned into a bit of a but bitch. She, she yeah. looks exactly the same as she the does, young girl yeah. that she's playing though. So they didn't do much to throw us off the scent, did no, they? No, I, straight away. And I keep making a weird her. joke about her nose as if that poor young girl's nose was wrong. Well, that's the thing. Mm. Like, oh, she's had a nose job. It's like, has she? she well, A, you're allowed to have a nose job. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. And B, uh, that little girl. <laughs> looks exactly like her. And has a fine nose. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's odd. I don't know what they're up to here. Because yeah. Jenna actually says, verbalised, she goes, she looks totally different. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, no, she doesn't. I mean, incredibly well cast, because <laughs> the, the, the young Jenna looks exactly like Jennifer Garner. Mm. Yeah. And I realise she's actually played young Jennifer Garner in stuff since. Yes, yeah, she did, in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so, and this is what I'm interested in. Let's see how 
Matty turned out. Now, he is not shitposting on Reddit about revenge raping <laughs> female politicians like the baby incel he was. Right. He's sleepily cute Mark Ruffalo, which means it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, And Jenna's fine. He's very adorable here, isn't he? He is adorbs. Yeah. Like, he's got the classic uniform of a non-threatening man who's also secretly threatening. Sneakers. Band t-shirt, I want to say. Maybe I'm projecting. Um, He's got a John Cusack vibe and high fidelity about him, but yeah. with a little less anger because, uh, yeah. But well, yeah, because that's interesting because John Cusack in high fidelity is a villain, a bit essentially. We I, we can't go there. No. That's such that's such a can of worms. <laughs> yeah, but you were having a bad time. I was having. It wasn't the right time for me to cover high fidelity. No, it wasn't. It was a strange no. thing. We had a chat about this while you were away because uh, obviously we covered old school and uh, it's, it's about a group of friends trying to help a mate. Uh, a, a, a breakup, yeah. And I was like, "Are you are you picking movies to sort yeah. of help me? Because yeah. that's a really nice thing. It's a nice thing to do." Well, you weren't that way. I don't know. We we never got to the bottom of it. Old school, I can handle. High fidelity was just too much. It too was, much at that point. I know. And do you know what? Apologies, because we should have been more alive to that, and we weren't. It's, and when I say we, I mean me. It's <laughs> my fault. I think I'm stronger than I. Am. <laughs> I think I'm stronger than I am sometimes. You know, I think it doesn't hurt me. It does. It does. Hard on the outside, soft on the inside. Yeah, all right. God, I'm so sorry. It's fine. Let's just have a minute. You're not Chinese. There we go. There we are. We're back. Okay, (laughs) hooray. So, Jenna's also fine because she ditched this sad sack years ago and she got everything she ever wanted. (laughs) Including a photo with Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which hasn't dated well. When you think... Savior of New York. (laughs) 2004, Giuliani was the world's mayor. (laughs) And now he's some sick predator. Oh, it is awful. Yeah, yeah, whose hair dye melts across his face. Like, the Madonna stuff's held like, up, though, uh, which, you know what, testament to, uh, you know, it's still great to have a picture of Madonna. It's, it's like, we'll go for margaritas with Madonna. That Everyone would be like, that's incredible. Sure. Um, I love uh, the makeup. Uh, now? No. Uh, I would. I would. <laughs> if she was nice to me, actually, if she was going to be all, like, you know, Madonna-y about it, no. But yeah, you mean if Madonna was going to be Madonna-y about... Yeah, if she's like, you go to the bar. I'm like, you go to the bar. I just went to the bar. She's yeah. like, I can't, I'm Madonna. Ma- Madonna I don't... don't go to that bar. <laughs> then I, no, I'm yeah. not I'm not queuing in the bar for Madonna. <laughs> so Just just want to set up my stall now. In case this does become an issue, I will not be going. Even if she goes one and it's my turn, no, I'm doing it. I'll I'll do yeah. rounds, yeah. Okay. but even if she's like, there's my card, go to yeah. the bar. No, yeah. you go. No, yeah. because they're going to see... Did Guy do this for you? Is that why he's gone? <laughs> <laughs> They'll look at the card and go, you're not with Donna. <laughs> am, I, am I not? That's what I'll say. I like the makeover scene. It's pretty solid uh, for one of my favourite beats in films like this. Mm. Uh, what, the getting ready montage to yeah. I want to dance with somebody? Yeah. It's, it's the only, I believe, the only really correct music choice in this film. <laughs> yeah. Thriller I, is so... Oh, Thriller's, you know, what is it? It's... it's Three years after Thriller. So it's still a big deal, but I just don't see that teenage girl being into the Thriller dance. I, I was thinking about it. So 1987, the, the artists she's listening to are Bon Jovi, Tiffany, Prince, yep. U2, George Michael. The Bangles had the biggest hit of, of the year. Course. She'd be all over them. That's, who, that's what I was listening to. Yeah. And yep. then a year later, it would have been uh, Rick Astley. Okay. Rick Astley this year in England, yeah. the next year in America. Yeah. We miss out on all them. We got. It's weird that she's into Rick Springfield. Yes. She wouldn't be into Rick Springfield at this point. Um, uh, uh, what Love is a Battlefield, Pet Pat, Benatar. Pat, Pat Benatar. Benatar. Yeah. It's like, mm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. She's into Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Yeah. Yes. Everyone was into Tiffany. But Whitney, Whitney is correct. <laughs> um, however, 
this 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 bothered me because I was waiting for the punchline to a, a, a setup that never came, which is uh, she gets she puts on this makeup on mm-hmm. and she's the high power editor of a fashion magazine. Why is there no point where she can't put makeup on like an adult because she was thirteen? Um, but maybe maybe if we're giving her the benefit of the doubt, she's a thirteen year old who can put makeup on mm-hmm. in two thousand and four. Like, why does no one go? There needs to be the joke. <clears throat> it looks like the eighty throw. Can up you not? Yeah. Can you not do my change now? Okay, because you just did it. Okay. Well, I think the joke is, if I'm being generous, she puts on eighties makeup, so she's good at that because she used to do that when mm. she was thirteen, and she's she's then because obviously fashion is cyclical. She's so far ahead of the curve right. because she's got eighties makeup in two thousand and four that people are like that that is cutting. Is fashion. that the joke? I think so. I think she just looks good, doesn't she? She. It's so difficult to tell because you're looking I, at it I, now, I, I and that fashion has you, come back. That again. dress is a. She looks great in that dress. Yes. Is that a 2004 appropriate dress? Yes. Then, Which is now appropriate again. Then the, now. Jo- the joke should be that she she shows up looking like desperately seeking Susie and Madonna, yes. and then everyone has a little bit of a laugh. But actually, it's fucking cool. Yeah, it saves. But the she day kind of she thing. doesn't. She looks quite sophisticated, and so um, she looks like a child. I just the hair because she's got the her hair when she's curling her hair in that way. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't do that anymore. <gasps> Missed opportunity. So let's talk about the canapes at the party. Yeah, uh, obviously it's a copy from Big <laughs> Canapes Weird. She what what Tom Hanks does is eat the best bits of canapes that a child likes. Yeah. What she does is eat bits of canapes, then throw shit off balconies or just behind her, <laughs> yeah. which is not something a child would do. It's, no. what, some, it's what a lout yeah, would it's, do. Yeah, it's bad manners what? to chuck a prawn tail over the shoulder. You. And when <laughs> she's on the balcony and that guy, it's like, it's a repeat of the joke, it's the same guy, and something lands in his drink. Who chucks shit off a balcony <laughs> at a party? I don't know. It's just, it's what... Especially because she's excited to be there as well. Though. I think they've gone, I think they've gone... Right, we've got this scene. It's a lot like Big, and they're like, you know, no kidding, writers. Uh, it's exactly like <laughs> these are the same jokes on the spot. Come up with some better jokes. Uh, she throws things. <laughs> she drinks. Glad you're here. She's pissed on pina coladas. What was your first drink? Oh God, I can tell you so clearly. Archers and lemonades. Yeah. The one, the first drink to make me sick was orange wicked, and then I never touched it ever again. Alex, uh, oof, you want this is this is bad. So fourteen years old, um, I, I was like, I was into a bargain. I was like, well, this beer is like a lot more percent than this beer, and way cheaper. Uh, Special brew. Wow! So... I got done. They did that to me. The older <laughs> boys did that to me the first time I got drunk. I was on a, a way at a hockey festival with the lads two years above me, and they said. Um, cider is less alcoholic than lager and it wasn't <clears throat> so, and it tastes like apple juice so have a lot of cider mm. no, yeah. didn't, no didn't, no didn't, do, didn't yeah. do me good things and then it was snake bite and black was, was what everyone drank when mm. I do enjoy can you imagine like, really I couldn't imagine so drinking is, it now I really want I sometimes I'm like what am I craving I just would love to have the confidence to, as an old lady to go into a bar and go could you do me a snake bite and black please and then for the 21 year old looking back at me going what the fuck is that mm. and then I tell them like we don't even have black currant cordial go away I know exactly what we're doing as soon as this podcast ends <laughs> 100% I'm, in, I'm, I'm up for that um, I my special brew experience didn't end well because I drank three cans of the stuff the first time I'd ever drunk right three cans of special brew had I'd had a curry beforehand. It was a girl called <laughs> Rachel. It's first time she'd been allowed to have people round without oh, no. her parents being in. No. There was a babysitter downstairs. I went to the toilet and threw up over everything. Oh, no. All over the bathroom. She wasn't allowed friends round again for about three years <laughs> after that. Bloody the, hell. I remember the babysitter's face when she opened the door was like, I am in so much fucking trouble. And I was oh, like, no. I've been fed. <laughs> <Got me now. laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. Oh, bless you, that's terrible. Yeah. So 
So anyway, the police party is rubbish because they've got no budget for drugs. So then they do Thriller <laughs> and that saves the day. Matty? Agree. Yeah. Agree that those shit parties that play mindless EDM music, uh, whatever yeah. you call it in the UK, if someone went... Do you know what? Let's just put on some fucking hits. Like, and they never do. All these wanky parties you go to where it's just like, in the background, you're like, what the fuck? This, this works for me, this scene. I'm yep. like, yes, I would start having fun at a party. Yes. It made me cringe. The Thriller Dance. Yeah. I was so excited when it started up and then I just didn't enjoy it. Did something it about on this. too long, maybe? Some, just something about it's it. The fact that a, everybody knows it and not try- everybody knows it because it is quite... It looks easy, it's not as hard. There's a try-hardedness. Like, you know, it's, it's tricky getting these dance scenes in these films right. And mostly they do. Yeah. This one, I, I could not... I couldn't deal with, Alex. I came full circle. I started where you were, Vicky, going, this is actually great. And where you were... By the end, I was like, I had bad goosebumps. <laughs> Circus doing the, the sort of the bad moonwalk and... I can't believe Matty shows up. Ruffalo. Desperate bastard. Like, that to me. She's like, I'm going to go to a party. He's like, fuck off. And then he's like, I'll just pop my head in. Engaged to a her. <laughs> Engaged, Engaged Matty. Matty yes. He loves her. Yeah. Does my, he? My sister-in-law learnt uh, the Michael Jackson thriller dance on her Hindu. That's what they all did. Oh, that's nice. And they dressed her up as Michael Jackson and made her carry around a monkey, a toy <laughs> monkey for, for the whole weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. And then I'd forgotten on, the, on their wedding day, I'd forgotten until right at the end. I was like, oh shit, half the women in are the thriller dance. So I made the DJ put it on and it was a bit sloppy by that point. I should have thought about it at like 10 o'clock, not at 2. That's when it's funnier. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Everyone's a little bit funny. It was pretty funny. Just Hi, Gina. Oh, everyone, just do that. everyone just does that and it's like no one knows the rest. Everyone can do that and that's it. It's quite hard actually when you watch yeah, them yeah. doing it. You're like, oh, there's a lot to this. Oh, yeah. And it's all very, it's not that repetitive. Anyway. Uh, Jenna tries to chat up a child. That's very funny, I think. Yeah. Um, is it? Yes, it is funny. Yes. It's it, it, it's weird, though. I don't know. I was a bit weirded out. It's weird. Yeah. This is the bit where it's sort of like, you remember when everyone talks about Big? Yeah. Remember the weird stuff in Big? You're going to do that. And you I think, got to. <laughs> I think they're doing it in a kind of like, it's almost a nod to Big going, going, yeah, right, but obviously they're not going to fuck. It's also the rever- <laughs> It's a reversal of the best joke in Swingers that I won't say now in case people haven't seen Swingers, but they've actually just copied that. But okay. done it in a creepier way. <clears throat> Have we done swingers? No. No, no I'll okay. Do it. I want okay. to do it. Uh, Matty's got a fiance, so Wendy. he's not an incel. Poor Wendy, but. Interesting. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? Yeah. Well, she's self described as an anchor person. It's like, yes, Wendy. Yeah, yes, but also, girl. that's interesting because I knew you'd say that. <laughs> and what's fascinating about that is like, uh, Jenna goes, anchor woman. And Wendy goes, mm, anchor person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wendy's a villain in this. Let's be clear. Wendy's a villain. So. She has, well, she, why is she? No, she's not. She's trying to stop this woman she's from wrecking right. her life. Wendy's all right. They didn't make her, they didn't make her a villain. I sure. can, Wendy can see Jenna and see her game from the off. And she's can like, she? keep Keep away from this well, person. Of course she can, because Jenna's 13 years old. <laughs> How good are 13-year-olds at hiding their feelings? A <laughs> uh, bit of plot here. So, Poise is struggling. Corporate are going to drop the R word, which weirdly isn't redundancy, <laughs> but redesign. Yeah. I was waiting for someone to go, when the, yes, thought, yeah. yes, yeah. redundancy. Yeah. No. Redesign. Redesign. Yeah. Okay. But the joke is, no, yeah, it's just, it's like, what a fucking weird thing to do, to set up a joke and then go, no, it is redesign. <laughs> and, and, and we will we will get there, but I've been involved in many redesigns, both of magazines and websites, 
No one in this film knows what a redesign is. <laughs> but we'll get there at the ending. Yeah, I, I see what... Yeah, I, be, I could do with your expertise because yeah. it makes no sense. It's not, it's not a theme. A redesign is, guess what? It's redesigning it. <laughs> and they make you all redundant anyway, don't they? Afterwards, like, uh, Jenna is sad. Everyone seems to hate her. Now, she threw the scary dream house at Matty. But then she castigates herself because she must be punished for rejecting a gift that she didn't ask for. Mm. She goes back to her childhood cupboard, crying. She never spoke to him again. Okay, but she was time to move on for her. I think yeah. she's justified in yeah. moving on. She was blindfolded in a cupboard. Uh, and, and he was like, yeah. and then, yeah, not good. Um, <laughs> so then she doesn't get sent back. She's got to put things right. So she hires him for this photo shoot. She nostalgia bombs him into playing along, which is sneaky, but effective. So she's the sweets and she's like, do this thing for me because I remembered the sweets. And he's like, okay, bearing in mind that he is engaged. They play on a abandoned playground in New York at night and don't get killed. Amazing. Yeah. Well, Giuliani's cleaned it up. <laughs> That's true. Yep. She lands on top of him. Oops. And he never says, what exactly is wrong with you? Again? <laughs> like, he does at the beginning. He's like, oh, I think we need to sort you out. Whatever. And it just doesn't. So there is a deleted scene where she he's like, you need to go to a doctor because I can't explain why you feel the way you do. And she's got a tattoo and that's the joke. But that's it. But it is weird by its omission that he just seems to be running along with this woman who's like, I am, th- I have no memory yeah. of anything after being 13, which is odd. He does describe how she left him and then became the leader of the Sixers. That's unclear as well. That's yeah. unanswered. It's like they just, you were the butt of their joke and they left you in the cupboard. Um, what, whatever this wish did just to make you 30. But the in-between time, yeah. you've become their leader. What, 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 I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, from ad- from and adversity. And she's now doing industrial espionage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she is. True. I actually feel a bit sorry for Lucy because... Yeah, I do. Um, she is the villain of the piece. And yet she's been best friends with Jenna for 17 years. They've been doing shitty things together. Yes. Suddenly this has all gone completely exploded by... New Jenna. Yeah. What? I mean, how? what's going through her mind? This, is, this is your multiverse theory, isn't it? No, I'm just saying, Je- Lucy's been best friends with Jenna for yep. 17 years. Yeah. They're best mates, and suddenly Jenna's acting completely out of character, mm. and everything that they've agreed upon, she's gone behind her back. I just... Lucy's the victim. So when Jenna goes back to being 13, and bitch Jenna returns to this reality... That thirteen-year-old yes. Jenna was in. Yeah, she's going to be like, "Hey, what? Lucy," and she's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, "What do you mean? Yeah. Fucking, I hate you." <laughs> and guess what? I've got your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. that Jenna's life has been fucked yeah. because Jenna's been hiding from Lucy that she's been taking money from Sparkle. Yes, she's a <sighs> she's a bad one. Um, it's time well, for she, a presentation. She love Matty. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to if this schleppy boy sets his sights on you at 13 and you don't do what he wants, mm. You your life is ruined. That's the message of the film. Also, a lot of this, like, oh, you didn't turn out quite well yeah. from Mark Ruffalo, yeah. adult Matty. It's, it's his opinion because yes. it's not like, it's not fact. She's more successful than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
magazine presentation time. Mm. So Lucy's heroin chic thing is very funny. I think I get it. I'm not sure. It's just dazed and confused, isn't it? Yeah. But the class of 2014... Suicide! The magazine rather than the film. What what is... So you tell me. You've been involved in magazine redesigns. And she's like, I want to see my best friend's sister or something. Is it a centrepiece? That's a theme. That's a theme. That's changing the theme of the magazine and the the direction of the magazine. But redesign is often just changing how it looks. Right, okay. (laughs) Um, We meant what font do you want? (laughs) Are you you a graphic designer? No, then get out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know... So what is this mag? What is Poise? Who's it? Who's it aimed at? Vicky? So I think it was like I, when I first saw this, I was like, oh, that was what Just Seventeen was, which is right. so you. It's aspirational because you read Just Seventeen when you're yeah. not seventeen, um, and it's all it. It's not very because you you won't remember. Oh no, maybe you were at school at the same time as me. Do you remember Ms. Magazine? Yeah, and the position of the fortnight, yeah. position of the week. That was the sexy one, the one that you well, you know was you were more magazine. Maybe yeah. Um, and you weren't allowed that one. Like, if, if my mum had caught me with that I magazine, remember I remember hearing trouble. that Ms. was, yeah, yeah, in trouble for reading Ms. Because they were proper sexual positions, and it was so, the sort of mm. magazine that got passed around the classroom, like, look, mm. look at this, and you're looking at it at 13 and being like, what's that? So then Lucy is basically taking it much more into vice territory, yep. whereas yeah. Jenna is doing Making something wholesome? that Jenna doesn't is, exist. Jenna is yeah. saying <laughs> that women want to see real women who are smart and pretty Bella. and happy with who they are. Um, I I'm going to quote a script by the screenwriters. I'm not sure that's what women want. <laughs> women don't women want sex and gossip and fashion? <laughs> I mean, I mean, because that's God. what sells, Vicky. That is what sells. When I mean, we can get into it, it's like the you know the Dove Real Bodies campaign. It's like this is what real women look like, and everyone's like, yeah, we know. But do I buy my soap? I, I don't know. It's very difficult. You want what you we're can't put, be. We're putting, um, a, we're putting on a poster. <laughs> That's what. That's what's yeah. different. We know you know, yeah, and you knew we knew, yeah. But we weren't allowed to show it before. Yeah, that's we the are thing. now. It's just difficult, isn't it? Because you know the models. Just seventeen when I was growing up, we'd be like, we're going to feature real bodies, and they're they're still not. But they're like, look yeah. at this gross girl, and you're like, oh okay, that is not even what I look like. That's a million miles away from what I look like. So what the fuck is wrong with me? That if this is a real body, I think the Dove thing is better, but it's just to flog products to me. It's not but actual empowerment. We're led to believe that every month Sparkle has had <laughs> the same cover star as Poise. Yes, that's not how it works in magazines. It's not, is it? No, you, you will you ask them. The vote you will it. say. You will say to them. You will say to the the star. Well. Uh, are you doing any other covers this month? And if they say yes, yeah. then you might not you. put them on the cover. I'm Jennifer Lopez and I'm doing one more secret <laughs> than in your magazine. It's, sp- it's, the, it's the same premise. That, that, that is, is funny. funny. Uh, but no, it's all about we need to remember what used to be good, she says. If we don't, we won't recognise it, even if it hits us right between the eyes. We need to have some of the whitest photos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you've both, ever seen. But both of these films are very, 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 very white yep. in, a, in a slightly depressing uh, 80s way, yep. which going on 30 should be better. It should be better, yeah. So Lucy's scheming, whatever. Hold on, so just the end of Jenna's presentation, yeah. she gets clapping, cheering and a standing ovation. Yeah. That's like, also, that's like when we pitch this podcast to Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also be clear. What really scuppers her presentation in terms of like believing in it is just how shit Matty's photos are. Like, they're bad photos. Do you think so? They look, they look like wedding photos. Yeah, they they're, 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 there's nothing <laughs> like... That's what she's got. That is no, the point. No. It's real. It's nostalgia. It's the, it's the girl next door. Mm. It's the woman up the street. I think it's a bit disappointing because they're like, oh my God, you saved the magazine. They're like, Let's take it to corporate. It's like, oh, is this not corporate? <laughs> Oh no! 
So there's another beat. But at this point, I don't care because my rom-com heart is like, we're having a race in Act 3, yes, and we're having a race to a wedding. Brilliant. We're going to break up a wedding, which I don't know how I feel about that, but it doesn't matter. Big like, swing. Yeah, Big swing. it is. Um, I do have a question about what Jenna was up to. So she was working undercover for Sparkle and giving away secrets. Yes. Sparkle were paying her by sending checks to her house. Yes. She was then bringing those checks into the office and putting them in her desk. <laughs> That's a really good point. Why are you doing that, Jenna? Yeah, do you want to get caught? I just, is it a cry for help? Why, why weren't they checks as well? Why is in the envelopes the cover of Sparkle magazine? Is it like a really weird show-don't-tell moment that doesn't make sense? Because it's like, why are you sending me evidence? Also, it seems like more than a check. It seems like a pay slip. Like, she's already on the payroll. So that's kind of the giveaway. And, and why do Sparkle want their redesign when they're already beating poise without using <laughs> their redesign oh, no, a, well, let's well. not get into my change <laughs> and just one other thing the Andy Serkis um, gay thing yes. what, what's going on I don't there? know it's not, it doesn't get a pass was he me, supposed but... to be a bit of a cre- well it was the joke oh he's a creeper pervert on these women and then oh guess what he was gay I think the joke oh. is meant to be that she didn't see it because she's and this makes me feel sick to say this because this is not cool right yeah she's so young and quote marks innocent she wouldn't recognise but equally she might not because in 1987 that stuff wasn't being depicted on the telly yeah she might not she, you know it but might be the first just, gay yeah. person she's met it but, just, but then it feels off to make a joke about it in 2004 and, yeah and if the, that's and the, the joke and then he's like it's because he's interested in this photographer he's never met or seen <laughs> but yeah because he takes those good photos he wants to fuck him oh that's terrible like, what's yeah. this all about that's not good is yeah. it no, okay. let's not do that all right. oh he was a good dancer <laughs> yeah oh yeah did you recognise him from the thriller yeah okay <laughs> uh, Matty reckons he's moved on no you haven't you're blatantly obsessed with her uh, Creepy Doll's house is back it's still got some what, wishing dust is it wishing glitter whatever that is that mm. hasn't perished after 17 years fine so then we go back Angel Dust Angel Dust that's it PCP so this is all really confusing to me it's fine but it feels a bit rushed but i don't want it to be any longer so what do i know she's 30 again she has still to me totally skipped the best years of her life but now she's with matty which actually will save countless other lives because he's less likely to go on a killing spree you know the uh, you, you know she's gone back to yeah, being a child lived those and lived those years again it yeah, looks, but it looks like no, she yeah, doesn't agree. remember them the, the cut is really bad it's yeah. like they've just jumped and it because we've just seen that where yeah. she actually wished she, herself that age it, she, it's a bad cut she, she yeah. rips up the homework for yeah, Lucy yes. she throws a drink on her yeah. and then we cut to their wedding mm. yeah. but she has lived those years okay She's mm. lived 17 years with Matthew. So why did they wait all that time to get married? Like, that's the bit that didn't make sense to me. It's like they've just met for the... Oh, no. Because there'll, there'll have been a period where she wasn't sure about Matty. Okay. And she'll yeah. have seen his hard drive and she'll have been like, what is this? Yeah. What's, what are these... She, what, what, what are these, all these she, acronyms? Why are you on this subreddit? What, yeah. why is there what is a, a Stacey and a Brad? Just while why is it. there a garage full of dream houses? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was special. No, this is just what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they all exactly the same with a different girl's face cut out and pasted on a mannequin in a bath? <laughs> but they're outside yeah. the pink home eating sweets, and I guess the the <clears> idea <throat> is the sweets is means they've they've retained the childhood innocence. Yes, that had been lost by Jenna. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Fine. That's it. We're done. All right. Okay, good. We'll do the bits. Uh, what's your best scene, Alex? Uh, weirdly, like on Monday, we didn't cover this scene, but uh, I just got kind of choked up. <clears throat> the bit where she goes home and then she's scared of the thunderstorm in the night and then she gets into her mum's side of the bed and her mum's like, oh. Yeah. I like that she makes her little smiley face honestly, pancakes. Honestly, That's cute. It's really cute. And also, one of our favourite tropes, what is she drinking? Because she's Milk! Awesome. <laughs> She's having a wholesome family time, so obviously milk. If it wasn't breakfast, she'd be eating pasta. <laughs> she would be, but it's always tomato pasta. Tomato so, pasta. It's so clear. Yep. Uh, what's your best scene? Uh, the redesigns. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like Lucy's <clears throat> redesign because it's intentionally bad. Yes. I like Jenna's redesign because it's unintentionally bad and I was pissing myself. <laughs> that back-to-back is really good. The, the Lucy one reminds me a lot of Derelicht yes. from Zoolander. Yeah, or, or something, or Nathan Barley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know it. This the reason I'm picking this scene is because it, it wears, <laughs> it's beat on its sleeve, right? So the thriller scene, it's, it's almost meta in terms of rom-com structure that you kind of have to have a dancing scene if you can possibly do it and squeeze one in. And it's the function it serves is she being a grown-up child is exactly what everybody needs and we get to see Matty again which is a bit desperate and weird and everybody loves her and everybody has a good time and so we always do that and she's had a makeover so it's it is really by the numbers but I just like the fact that it's quite sort of not embarrassed about being like this is where we have the dancing. Well, scene. does the film need a second one then, where she's dancing with a bunch of little girls to Pat Benatar? Oh my at god, the no. wedding? No, no, the in, the, in the cho- in a bedroom. Oh, the sleepover scene. It's, yeah, I don't like that. No, no. I like it when she's talking about the kiss. I think that's quite sweet. Yeah, but, but then, not the no, not the dancing. No. This film is eighty percent montage. There are <laughs> too many montages. Yeah, that's true. What's your most valuable? Whatever, Chris. <sighs> Uh-oh. Jennifer Garner. Correct. I think she's fine. She's <laughs> fine. Uh, mine's also Jennifer Garner. So, listen, 2004 Reese Witherspoon, watch your fucking back <laughs> because <laughs> this girl is coming for you. She's got de-sexed, which is really important for that sort of Reese Witherspoon era. Mm-hmm. Goofy charm. That's quite hard to do. Physical comedy. She's fucking adorable. Why are you she's having great. a go at Reese Witherspoon? I'm not having a no, no. De-sexed isn't, isn't a criticism. It's okay. what you have to do in these films. Legally Blonde is the perfect example. Like, that you can't be a sexual woman. Confessions of a shopaholic. Isla Fisher. Oh, God. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> so, this one for the list. Yep. Uh, Mine is Jennifer Garner, with a shout-out to Judy Greer, who is always fundamentally brilliant in everything. Uh, But, yeah, Jennifer Garner, she really nails this. Yeah. Mm. Um, What would you change? Uh, Right, then. So, come with me on this journey. Uh, First of all, while in Big, you can fundamentally imagine a 13-year-old who's become a 30-year-old can design toys really well. Yes. That I can go with. A 13-year-old can edit and redesign a magazine and hold down that job for any length of time I I struggle with. As, she reads a book As a concept. It. Yeah, so, magazine publishing for dummies. You set it up at the start, though. So she's a geek at school, but she's also the editor of the school oh, magazine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so therefore, yeah. she actually has some skill. Or, this is the better one, 
So Jenna comes up with the redesign, which Tom Tom steals for Sparkle. But then the joke is, as Jenna goes home and goes back into a 13-year-old, you see a news report saying how Sparkle has been axed because that's a terrible redesign <laughs> that no one liked and hated. And so Tom Tom gets a comeuppance and we get the answer to the question, can a 13-year-old redesign a magazine successfully? The answer is no, because they're 13. <laughs> but... It's the end is the best one. The end has to change. You cannot have an ending where it's basically saying, and I I, I told you in the pub, if you're a bitch, you can get everything you want and become the editor of a magazine. The other option is don't be a bitch. Find love. Live in a psychopathic house and, (laughs) and don't have that job. And all you need, as I said is someone to call up and go, hey, editor of Poise, can you do this? It's like, I can't today. I'm spending it with Matty. <laughs> Making him clear his hard drive or whatever. <laughs> but you need that line in there. So her, the, the happy ending still has her being successful in a career. Yeah. My, I'm just going to do mine before I forget because yeah. I've changed from what I've said. It's what you said. She is the editor of the school magazine. The homework that Tom Tom asked her to do is actually to put her in, do an article about her in the magazine. Jenna's not sure because Tom Tom's like a little bit. She's not the role model that she thinks is right for the school, but she's like, oh, peer pressure, I'm going to do it anyway. So then when she goes back, she doesn't do it. She's like, no, I won't put you in the school magazine. Then she grows up because she becomes popular anyway and she edits poise and it's a nice, wholesome Bella or whatever, take a break, not take a break, that's filthy. But anyway, one of them. That's the change. The positions of the month in take a break are fucking... (laughs) (laughs) I make your eyes water. (laughs) Sorry, I cut in. Uh, What's yours? I said it. Did you? I, I, I can't believe there's not much 80s culture shock in this film. Mm. I, that's why I want to watch films where someone from the 80s ends up now. And so, yeah, I, I can't believe that she doesn't dress 80s. She doesn't do her makeup 80s. It's, I don't know why it's not in there. Yeah. I think, do you know what? Maybe there it's just a bit massive cliche. Maybe it's just a massive cliche. There's a weird cut because she's putting on 80s makeup. She's putting on glittery eyeshadow, yeah. sheeny eyeshadow. And then when you see her in the lift, she doesn't look no. like that's that. Why I was like, that's why I was asking you. Like, I didn't know if I'd missed something. But it didn't. The only weird fashion choice I could see is, I think, a 2004 one, mm. which is all the chopsticks in her hair. Ah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't wear it. I love that. Um, it's like, it, it's, it, you're absolutely right. It basically, it's almost like we want to do big. But we can't do big, so we'll chuck in this time travel element and then we'll just do all the jokes from big and ignore the fact that she's travelled into the future. Mm. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, that's it, we're done. All right then, so big on Monday. 13 going on 30 today. It's time for the verdict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! All right, so uh, true to what I said before, I'm not sure, so I'm going to go last. Uh, so you can go first. Yeah, I wasn't sure going into this because, as I keep saying, I didn't love Big as the, much of the rest of the world seemed to. I'd never seen this, heard it was great. Watching them back to back, Big is the better film. I'm voting for Big. <laughs> okay, that was uh, Big got me really emotionally engaged and I think in all aspects it's superior. I don't, see, I don't know what you're going to do, so you can go. Uh I think it's a really tough week as well. As I said, I love Big as an adult on this second watch way more than as a kid. And I did think it was the clear winner when I started watching 13 Going on 30. The start of the film I find too hectic. It takes too long to sort of set up these rules. And it feels like just it's on steroids. It's like it's just running around. It's manic. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting anxiety watching this. Can it settle down? And then it does. And then I'm getting engaged in this. And I don't see Matty as an incel because, you know, I don't see things like that. So I'm like, because <laughs> I am him. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, this is. I was really, really, really rooting for it. And my answer is, it was 13 going on 30 until that psychotic ending, and I was like, fuck. You stuff the landing. Yeah. Big lands, it's ending. And 13 going on 30 was doing so well. But it just, that bit of the house, the dream house on the sofa out front. Even Mark Ruffalo, if you watch it, and I rewound it, he's like, this cannot be the ending you've gone for. You can read it. Even the great Mark Ruffalo can't hide. He looks like... Oh, fuck Why it. is it as well in these films, the removal people, they never put your sofa inside. It's like, if you've paid them, what, I don't know, this way, like $600 or whatever. Can you put it in the house? <laughs> so uh, I have to say, uh, winner this week is big because I'm voting oh. for big. But for the record, and don't just pick... No, I won't. I mean, I, a, I thought... A, a fighting chance. I watched these. I didn't... I watched Big Second because I've seen it so many times. I watched 13 going on 30. And I was like, oh, very strong contender, but no way. But then when I was watching Big, I was like, maybe yes way. Because it for me, Big isn't as... hasn't got as much momentum at the end. I don't... I think it gets the... You know, it does it land its ending kind of thing. But it's a super weird beat. The The end of that film is this is a love story rather than this is a body swap thing. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, oh, no, 13 going on 30. But then when we've been talking about it, like, I just can't... Like, I'd love big so I have loved that film for such a long time and I'm only looking at it from a sort of structurally critical eye to say the ending is a bit weird so it's super super close but it would have been big yeah, so, yeah. all right Three for three on this episode. Big is the winner. Uh, but I think all of us, well, maybe not Chris, think it's pretty gosh darn close. So don't forget, you can have your say and tell us how right or wrong you think we got it when the listener poll goes up on Twitter, where we are at ClashPod. So next week, Chris, the clue from Monday was... Mogul Melee. Mogul Melee. The films are... Citizen Kane. Wowzers McTrousers. <laughs> versus The Aviator. Great. Citizen Kane versus The Aviator. The rise and fall of a media mogul. God, which order is that? <laughs> which do we do first? Uh, brilliant. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Uh, that is a hell of a pairing, and that is your homework for next week. Citizen Kane versus The Aviator. Uh, don't forget, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't done already, that would be huge. Don't forget, our YouTube channel is out there. We would love it if you subscribe to that. Check out some of the best clashing from across the years in a visual format. We will be back on Monday with part one of next week's clash, chatting a little movie <laughs> called Citizen Kane. Rosebud. Have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.